0: Welcome back to The Vine Church Podcast. Today we continue our studies in 1 Thessalonians, Paul, the Gospel and the Church. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at The Vine Church Heart. We'd love for you to join us over there. Good morning everybody, it's great to be back with you again. Uh, We're in 1 Thessalonians 5 still. And I'd actually like to look this morning at the same verses that we looked at on Tuesday morning. So, verses 16 and 17. Now, on Tuesday we were talking about uh, prayer and I was saying that one of the reasons I think we often struggle to make prayer uh, part of the rhythm of our life, make it a habit, is because sometimes we put the wrong emphasis on it. And I was saying that we should see prayer as part of our worship but also see prayer as, a, um, as an opportunity to come before God and to line our will up with him. But this morning I'd kind of like to uh, take those and, and really add a third dimension onto it. And I'd like to do that by linking verse 17, pray without ceasing, with the previous verse, rejoice always. So verse 16 and 17 say, as I've said, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. They're two very quick commands uh, that Paul gives the church in Thessalonica and also us, and even though these are distinct commands in their own right, there is a you know there is an encouragement and a command for us to be always rejoicing, to be a rejoicing people, and for us to be a praying people, to be in the habit of praying. But I also think there's something special that happens when you link those together, when we see part of prayer, prayer as part of our rejoicing always. And one of the things that really struck me really as I was, I was thinking about this is the passage that uh, Andy preached from on Sunday, where Jesus uh, heals a leper. It ends with this, with this phrase, that Jesus would withdraw to desolate places and pray. And if you've read through the gospel uh, or any of the gospels before, you find that this is a phrase that is often repeated. Jesus withdrew and prayed. It seems that this is very much something that Jesus was in the habit of doing, being by himself, praying with the Father. And it's interesting that it often comes up, in fact I think it always comes up, after Jesus has done some great sign or work or miracle among people. There's some places even where he seems to be um, getting quite tired of being with the crowd. I think of places like before he walks on water, it says that all the disciples were going back and he just was exhausted and withdrew and went to pray. And so I think what we're seeing there is that as Jesus is being uh, tired out and, and um, showing himself to many people, and obviously there's there's a kind of a fame that comes with it, and there's a tiredness that comes with the fame. How he finds his joy and his energy recharged is by going to spend time with the Father. Again, like we were talking about on Tuesday, to line his will up. With his fathers to worship the Father to be in His presence. That's what he needs. Now, if that's what Jesus needs, then even more so we need that. And so, if we are going to be people who, if we're going to be people who rejoice always, who are always seeking uh, after God, who are wanting to uh, let the joy of the gospel affect us all the time, then we need to be praying people. We need to be people who are constantly coming before God, lining our will up with Him. Worshipping him and finding our joy with him. I really, really love what John Calvin has to say in his commentary uh, on 1 Thessalonians. He says this about uh, these two commands to rejoice always and to pray without ceasing. He says, However, our minds are easily dispirited until they give way to impatience, and so we must observe the remedy that he adds on immediately afterwards. So, we're told to rejoice always, but we get easily dispirited. So it's hard to obey this command. So we must observe the remedy that he adds on immediately afterwards. For on being cast down and laid low, we are raised up again by prayers, because we lay upon God what he has burdened on us. I love that. I really love that image that Prayer is an opportunity for when we are feeling dispirited, when we're saying, Lord, it's hard to be rejoicing right now, to come before God and give back to him what he has put on you, to share in the burden that he's placed on you, to to be disciplined by God. And then he finishes, as however, there are every day, no, every moment, many things that disturb our peace and mar our joy. He has for this reason, uh, he bids us for this reason to pray without ceasing. Just think of the image of, of what's happening there. Paul has told us to always be rejoicing. But sometimes that's hard to do. And so immediately afterwards, he tells us to pray without ceasing. Because as we pray, we come before God, we line our will up with him, we worship him. But we also put back on God, we share with God what is burdening us. And so, as every moment and day is against us, and I love what he says, our peace is disturbed and our joy is marred, yet God gives us the opportunity. He bids us to come before him and pray. So, if you want to be, I think, following what Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5 here, a deeply contented Christian, a Christian who can say, I rejoice always, I don't think that's possible, without obeying the command that comes immediately afterwards. Pray without ceasing. If you want true joy, then we need to be prayers. And I I don't think that's an easy uh, calling. I think that's that's a challenging task, but nonetheless, if you are a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, that is the task we are given, to rejoice always and pray without ceasing. Let's pray as we come to a close. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you bid us to come before you and pray. Lord, when our peace is disturbed, when our joy is marred, we can come and spend time in your presence. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for the example that we see in your own ministry, that you withdraw to spend time with your Father, to be recharged, to be alone with him, to worship. Lord, we just pray that we would take that on board, that we would uh, obey The command to pray, pray without ceasing in order to obey that command to rejoice always. Give us that joy we ask for. Amen.